Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Flow, the podcast. My name is Jen, and I'm your host. I'm inviting you here to intuitively lead and live your most aligned and expansive life. I'm an intuitive business and leadership advisor for heart-centered, impact-driven leaders, entrepreneurs, and businesses. And I'm also a supporter of women's empowerment and animal rescue work. Unlocking flow and supporting you through your next level of growth and transformation is my superpower. I found my own freedom and flow through entrepreneurship over a decade ago. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing stories and insights through the lens of my expertise and my personal experience and through inspiring conversations with my special guests. I'll be helping you navigate your most important asset, your intuition, supporting you in getting unstuck and staying on your most successful and aligned path. I want you to leave with aha moments, deep insights, clarity on your next steps, and more importantly, an inner knowing that where you are right now is perfectly aligned. Life needs you where you're at your best. Hi everyone, it's Jen and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. She literally blew my mind a couple of months ago when I joined a Women's Empowerment Summit, and she was the keynote speaker. Uh, Naira Shaw is on the podcast today. She is a 10-year-old girl staying in the western part of India in a city called uh, Vadodara. (laughs) Um, At 10 years old, she's an entrepreneur, she's an author, a blogger, an artist, and recently during lockdown turned into a humanity warrior. She has so many beautiful dreams and goals, and she's already doing so much beautiful work. Uh, She's inspired by the show Shark Tank, um, and she launched her first business called The Secret Garden at the age of seven for selling her own paintings. Uh, She also became an author at the age of eight when she published her first adventure storybook based on her experiences called Polly's Life Adventures, which is available on Amazon. And recently, during lockdown, she launched a new venture called Humanity Wonders. It's an initiative to teach humanity skills to kids globally. She donates 30% of her earnings from her ventures by donating wheelchairs, educational kits, grocery to poor kids living in villages near her city. And through all of her adventures, her life mission is to spread humanity and contribute towards a more, more joyful and hopeful world. I literally have chills. Um wait for it. Her dream is to become general secretary of the United Nations for serving the world. She loves reading books, uh, listening to music and watching movies. And she is currently in the process of writing her second book (laughs) on experiences of being an introvert. Um, I'm so excited to have Naira here. I seriously have chills running up and down my spine nonstop. So let's get into it. I can't wait for you to meet her. Hi, Naira. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. It's so nice to have you here. I'm I'm really excited. I was um, recording the intro before you got on. And I was just saying in the intro that I had chills um, up and down my spine as I was reading your bio and just so impressed with who you are, what you're doing, and how old you are. So um, how, how was your day? Let's start there. 
Yeah, my day was awesome. Starting like, uh, because I first thought of when I woke up, I first thought about the interview. Like, uh, because I'm uh, because a uh, one consultant is interviewing me. That's why I was more than excited. So yeah, my day was awesome, and I'm very excited for the interview. Oh, that's good. I'm really excited to have you. Um, it feels like an honor because I know that you're gonna be. Later on in your life, you're going to be so successful and just doing so much beautiful work. So I will have the chance to say that I interviewed Naira Shah. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about, um, I'd love to hear first. So on the podcast, I talk a lot about um, finding your flow, which for me means, you know, just finding that path in your life that feels really good and exciting. <clears throat> And where you feel like you're doing work that is purposeful and that matters. And the other thing I talk about a lot on the podcast is intuition, which is like really like our gut feeling, you know, that little voice inside that tells us to do something or to um, say yes to something or to say no to something. <clears throat> and we all have that intuitive knowing. So I'm curious, when did you start to feel like you needed to do this work? Do you remember when you started to hear that little voice? Yes. So uh, when I was five years old, uh, my grandparent started uh, an organization uh, where, uh, where, you know, underprivileged kids come and they learn. Like, it's like a school it's like a school for underprivileged kids. So like uh, some days, once in a week on Sundays, I used to come there and uh, teach the kids. Like though I'm also a kid, but still uh, I used to get a lot of happiness in teaching others and helping others. So like after some, I continued that for for some years. And then uh, recently in the lockdown only, I got a voice. Like, I felt that I had to do something for the world. Like, I only helped them, but I wanted to make a change for other people also. That's why I uh, started uh, started my own initiative called Humanity Wonders, where I will be teaching uh, humanity skills to kids. That's why, because uh, kids are the future of the world. That's why, that, that's when I thought that I will do something for the world. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, again, I got chills. So <laughs> I think I would have chills the whole time of our interview. That's really amazing. Um, and so how long have you, when did you start Humanity Wonders? Yeah, uh, I started Humanity Wonders recently in the lockdown because uh, before the lockdown, I used to go there, go to the foundation and uh, teach those kids and help those kids. Mm -hmm. uh, but but uh, recently the in the lockdown i thought that i want uh, that i uh, wanted to help them and to teach them again i went back into my memories and then i thought that um, how about i will start something some not uh, yeah something like organization but for kids because uh, kids like me because they're the future of the world and they can change the world in a more, you know, uh, creative, happy and in a fun way. That's why uh, I got the thought that I will start something humanity-based, kindness, 
teaches kids about kindness, which can bring a uh, world peace into the world. That's why, uh, that's when I thought, uh, then I went to my parents and they suggested uh, you can start an initiative on uh, something humanity related, where you teach uh, kids about humanity skills, so now, yeah, uh, I will be teaching kids uh, humanity skills. That's amazing. And tell me a little bit about, because often when we start, some, we hear this voice to start something, right? It's coming also from a place of something in the world that makes us really sad or frustrated or something that we want to see changed. Is there something in the world that you that that makes you feel like that? That makes you feel really sad. Like the reason why you're doing this, what is it that makes you feel just like this is the problem I want to solve in the world? Yeah. So like you know, there are many problems in the world, like just like the pandemic. So uh, not only the pandemic, but like poverty. Uh, gender uh, uh, gender inequality then you know child abuse there are many such uh, problems in the world that can uh, that can bring a sadder world but then uh, yeah so the so the problem that was in the world is that there is inhumanity inequality a lot of sadness in the world because you know uh, very uh, very uh, few of the human beings are being very humane, not to only uh, to us human beings, but also to the animals and plants. So that's why uh, the problem is that people are not being uh, humane, kind. And uh, if we kids start being uh, kind, you, you, uh, we bring and show humanity to the world, then only because we are the future of the world that's then only uh, the world will be a happier fun uh, better place yeah and for everyone right i think that's what you're getting at is that we all deserve that kindness and happiness mm -hmm. and joy and all of that stuff so yeah yeah that's such a beautiful mission um tell me a little bit about your parents and how I mean, I know, but I want us to tell, I want you to share with people how amazing they are and how they're supporting you in this work that you're doing at only 10 years old. Yes. So, uh, yeah, my parents have supported me a lot in my business and in achieving whatever I want. Uh, like, for example, when I was seven years old, I once wrote a story and like I wanted to, uh, so for example, for this, uh, my second book uh, project, they are always pushed me. Like, uh, they didn't pressure on me. That's what most parents do. They put pressure on their kids, but they don't push them to do something that they like. That is their hobby, their goal, their dream. So, uh, you know, my parents never pressured me. They pushed me to do something which I like, which I wanted to achieve in my dream. Yeah, so my but but in a kind way, not in a strict way. So my parents have been a really, really, real big help to me. Yeah. And uh, uh, it is, uh, it is like, it is something very less parents would do. Yeah, it's amazing because, you know, as parents, seeing your, your child want to do such big things in the world can be exciting, but also really scary. 
and uh, I had a chance to meet your parents before the interview and they're just both <clears throat> so amazing and um, yeah, just your biggest cheerleaders. So I think that's really great. So I'm really excited about the fact that you wrote a book and that you're going to write another one because I also have that dream. So I was telling you when we did our pre-interview, you've literally like achieved most of the dreams that I've wanted to achieve and you're only 10 years old, which is amazing. Um, so let's talk about both books. Can you tell me a bit about your first book and what that is about? Let's start there. Yeah, sure. So my uh, first book, I'll tell you the whole story, how I started it and how it, um, uh, the purpose behind writing the book. So yeah, uh, one day I was in my room and I was reading a story, some uh, story books with several stories. And uh, I got inspired, like I got a, got, got a lot of ideas in my mind about my own story that I can create and write on my own. So I just took a try, like I didn't know about writing that much. I was seven years old that time. So I just uh, went uh, went to went to the, our home library and started writing uh, on a piece of paper about about us about my thoughts and then I uh, finally wrote a story on my thoughts like how I got inspired from from the book uh, what all ideas I got. Then uh, after half an hour or half uh, 30 to 40 minutes, I went to play with my friends and then my parents saw it. Uh, when I came back, uh, they suggested that why don't you write a collection of stories and publish it in a form of a book. So I was very happy and I was very inspired by their thought. And I just, uh, because this was my first chance writing, and I just thought that it is a great idea and I write, and I started writing stories day by day. Uh, so... Um, in my in my first book, my first book has has those stories. Uh, it has those stories which I wrote earlier, and uh, my book is about uh, about an eight year old girl called Polly and her life adventures, like uh, with her parents, friends, and she also has a pet called Raspberry. And so she uh, has many adventures with them, fun and funny and happy and sad. And the most important thing of the part of the book is that uh, every story has a life lesson that we kids can learn. Uh, like uh, like uh, one story which I wrote was uh, about that about about uh, when Polly went to a mall with her mom. And she saw a art gallery where where the uh, kids were painting, and she got inspired and uh, started uh, and went home. And but was not sure if she could do it because she didn't know it very well. But she start but her mom uh, motivated her, and she started uh, painting a painting a picture of her pet pet bird raspberry. So, um, so do you know which which story is this? It is the same story which I wrote uh, after. Uh, uh, it is the same story that I wrote uh, when I was seven years old, and uh, which was my first story in the book. Yeah, and I was inspired from reading the story. Yeah, my sense is that you're very creative. Um, yeah. 
and, and I, so uh, overall message from the book is that uh, about a very fun not serious but fun adventure uh, fun from fun adventure from the fun adventures kids can learn many life lessons in life so yeah uh, it has eight stories and eight life lessons that kids can learn that's amazing um and so you're creative obviously uh, i can see that and i also read so your second book it's um I, I, so I read that you're an introvert, right? I think is that would you consider yourself an introvert? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so how does that? So let me start here first before we talk about the book. How does it feel to be an introvert and also doing this high impact work? Is it hard for you to be out in the world, you know, doing this work and also being an introvert? Yeah, I'll tell you. So uh, being an introvert is not a bad thing or or a good thing, but, it, but it's a very uh, powerful superpower that us uh, human beings can have. Uh, so from my book, I want to spread to uh, kids how they can be confident and unleash their superpowers within themselves. So yeah, uh, as you asked me that it is difficult, it is not not at all be a difficult being in the outer world but yeah when sometimes if there are a lot of people then I might get conscious and shy but you know this book talks about how you can uh, get out of your comfort zone face your fears and or you can be a confident introvert so yeah uh, all the steps that I have written in my book are, uh, are all based on my experiences incidents uh, and uh, what I learned from those incidents and how I apply it in my life. So yeah, uh, when we when we uh, try to be ourselves, when we try to be confident, it is not at all difficult being in the outer world. I love that you said that. Um, I love that you spoke about just being ourselves and how much easier it is to be out in the world when we're just ourselves. And I think so many of us try we put on a mask we try to be this certain type of person to be recognized or accepted or loved or whatever and um that's just such a harder way of being in the world um and uh yeah so so i love that and i love that you talk about how being an introvert is a superpower um and i can definitely relate to that because I think I am sometimes an introvert in the sense that I really like to be just at home in my house, quiet with my books. But I also like that is what gives me the energy to then go out and do my work, right? So, yeah. So when you're in your introvert space, um, what do you do? So tell us a little bit about what you do like on your time off when you're not at school or you're not working and what do you do just for fun like what is the thing that just brings you so much joy yeah that's a good question so me as an introvert uh, I like reading as most introvert kids love doing it I also love writing, uh, thinking. Uh, yeah, so one of my strength is thinking and uh, yeah so whenever I'm for fun also uh, thinking is an intellectual and a fun activity for me 
because it gives me a strength to uh, generate ideas and yeah and this same not only applies for me but also for other introvert kids i get fresh ideas when i'm in a quiet space not when when there are a lot of people or in a crowd or in an office but you know uh, in my room like how i sit in my room and quietly write on my desk with uh, with uh, no with no disturbance so yeah um, thinking writing reading is something is something i do for my fun as an intellectual activity and i'm curious i forgot to ask you this last time when we were speaking are do you have brothers and sisters no i don't have okay so you're only child okay um and what was the other question i had for you oh yes what kind of books do you like to read oh like uh, i like yeah uh, i like non fiction books more like uh, self help books or self development on kindness uh then one of my favorite book is called be the difference it is a book uh, it is a book by janine sanders so she is an author who who is an who is also a teacher and uh, you know she writes books on kindness only for kids like gender equality how we can be kind to others how we can show kindness compassion uh, equality equality to different people so yeah i like books which are kid friendly and also uh, which which uh, where there are life lessons and also where if there are stories uh, i like the books which are which have morals with stories yeah i'm also a big fan of non fiction um we seem to be reading similar similar books um Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what you because I have here like all of the beautiful projects that are coming up for you um including well your new book coming out in so the the book about confident and courage that one is coming out this summer, right? Uh it's actually because we're not given to the uh, publishing house yet, but yeah. it will be out uh, somewhere in uh, end of June. or somewhere in july starting of july okay great um so you have that coming out you have um you're working on a ted talk can you tell me a little bit about that it's so exciting yes so uh, my uh i also like public speaking and uh, yeah so uh, my dream is also to become a podcaster like you and to be a speaker like to speak at ted and uh, at many different platforms at many different uh, prestigious platforms where you know uh, we're not only for money or for fame but also because i love public speaking and uh, i want to spread a message to the world about introverts and about humanity because those are my main goals and uh, yeah by by uh, public speaking i can share my ideas in a confident way and uh, in a in a more better way so so that the people can understand uh, understand and you know understand my message and bring a change to the world Yeah. Right now, I'm not applied for TED, but uh, I soon want to do this year. Wow, that's that's really exciting. Um, 
And I know that uh, you have so many big dreams. And one of them is working for the United Nations, right? Yes. It's like so exciting. <laughs> I feel all teary when I think about it for you. Um, can you tell us a bit about um, just where that dream came from to work for the UN? What role you would like to have in the UN? And also um, the project you were telling me about last time for kids that you would like to see started at the United Nations. Let's talk about that a bit. Sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, about the United Nations, I got the idea that I want to work for United Nations when I was eight years old. Um, so this, uh, so I got this thought because uh, I saw like speech of Greta Thunberg, then uh, many famous people about uh, many different topics like of Greta Thunberg, your speech of climate change in United Nations. Uh, and also like I saw many other speeches and the problems that, that the world was facing. And I also saw that oh, United Nations is uh, solving one of those pro problems by inviting keynote speakers, you know, we have to work for that and all. Uh, so yeah, uh, that time I understood that I want to work for the United Nations uh, as, as the Secretary General there because um, Secretary General there because I want to give speeches that inspire people, mostly kids, because kids are my audience and my target, like they are my target audience. Even if I give speeches in UN, um, kids will like uh, UN is not basically for kids, but uh, also after UN, I also want to start something called as UNIKE, which is called as United Nations International Kids Event. So it's all about um, my, uh, it's all about how kids can come to United Nations and give speeches. Currently, uh, only about 16 uh, people. Uh, People can come and give speeches and work there. But you know, uh, when I got to know that uh, kids like me can't give speeches, work there, so I felt very sad. So yeah, to, if any other kids have the dream of being a part of United Nations, of course they can come to uh, this my, uh, my venture when I grow up. Yeah, so that's uh, so that's what I want to do for United Nations. That's really, um, really important because really what you're saying from what I hear is that you really want to inspire kids to become leaders, um, right? To step into their leadership. Sorry, my dogs are walking around here. <laughs> um, you really want kids to step into their leadership and you guys are the future leaders of this world, right? And so, um, and there's not a lot of opportunities in life where we are taught as kids that this is a thing, like this kind of work is a thing, right? So we go to school and in school, they teach us all about all of the careers we can take, but we're never really introduced, humanity. yes, to humanity yes. and leadership and entrepreneurship. Um, mm -hmm. So... I think that it's so important to open the door for kids to know that that is an option and that's really important work in the world, um, work that you're already doing right now. So um, I think that that's so, so important. And 
I'm curious about, um, so obviously you're in school, right? Yes. Uh, do you tell me, do you like going to school? Do you enjoy school? Yes, I do. I enjoy school. Uh, and also, yeah, uh, with my school, I keep my, uh, also, I keep my life balanced. I I will do, like, uh, if I, en- I enjoy school, then I enjoy my work. Yeah, so overall, I enjoy school. Yeah. And um, do you have an idea already of what you might or what or if because you know I really believe that not everyone needs to go to college and university and do all that stuff to do something yeah speak about yeah tell me do you have any ideas already about what you want to do yes so uh I always want to go to uh, Stanford Columbia or Harvard or Yale I'm not uh finalized yet but still uh actually I want to study in one of those prestigious universities. Uh, But also, uh, you know, many successful people have not studied and have not uh, gone to colleges. Like they have, uh, at such a young age, they have have started achieving their dreams. So yeah, actually now I've changed my mind. I want to like teach at Harvard, teach at Yale about humanity, how uh, students learn about humanity. So I want to teach them about humanity skills, how they can make an impact. Yeah, so I want to teach it at one of the universities. Wow, that's that's amazing. I mean, I definitely think that you're a teacher at heart. I think that that's hmm. you you know, most of the time in your day to day. Um, That's really, really exciting. And who knows, maybe, I mean, I think life has so many surprises for us, right? We have plans and then sometimes amazing things can happen and who knows where you're going to end up later on. Um, So that's, that's really exciting. Is there anyone who um, really inspires you or like it can be more than one person who, who feel like a mentor yes. to you. Can you tell me about it? Yes, there are like um I have three inspirationals, uh three inspirational role models. First is my mom because she always motivates me and inspires me. Even though if I feel like uh, this is uh, I can't do it, I have to give up. If I feel like that, then she motivates me and pushes me to work on it and uh, then second is about mother teresa because uh, she also does humanity work like me she has kindness she has those uh, underprivileged people that's why uh, even even i can connect to her that's why she's one of my role models yeah third is tony robbins because uh, he is like uh, my work is similar to his uh, because you know uh, he, his dream is also about coaching people or uh, telling uh, changing their mindset like being positive all the time being into a peak state his work is also uh, all about that like coaching or uh, hosting events so yeah my work is also related to that because I don't want to coach others people but I want to do coaching program for kids about humanity so yeah uh, Tony Robbins, Mother Teresa and my mom are three of my uh, role models. That's amazing and you know Tony Robbins how his whole journey started was with sort of humanity work in the sense because 
I don't know if you've heard this story. I can't remember where I read it, but his whole journey started with him. Um, I think when he was young, they didn't have a lot of money. Yes. And he was yes, the whole, right, the Thanksgiving story, right? Or something with Turkey, they brought food or groceries. Uh, not exactly, uh, but some other story. Okay. I remember. Okay, I think there's a couple of stories. But one of the stories is about him. Um, they, I think they ended up bringing groceries or food to a neighbor that didn't have a lot of money or something. So he's, yeah, he's very much um, connected to that. And uh, I actually just saw on Instagram that he's going to be a father. I think they're having a baby now. Yes. Exciting. Yeah. And I, by the way, Tony Robbins once sent me a private message on Twitter, which I will show you after. Yes. Very exciting. <laughs> Uh, and if we could like if I could give you a magic wand is there someone um, successful or famous that you would love to meet like if I gave you like a magic wand and you could meet someone anyone you wanted tomorrow morning who would that be yeah I want to meet uh, what, what I want to be I want to meet Antonio Gutters as he is the Secretary General of United Nations like you know uh, I got inspired by him only because I see many videos on YouTube about on United Nations and his speeches on the lives especially on October 26th uh, when it is United Nations International Day so yeah, uh, I would meet Antonio Garrett and share my ideas with him. Wow. When is that date? October what? I didn't even know that. October 20th. Well, it is somewhere in October, between October uh, 24th to October 26th. Wow. See, you're teaching me things. I didn't even know that. <laughs> wow, that would be an amazing person to meet. I agree. I mean, that, you know, meeting really... <laughs> meeting the person who is in the role that you would like to one day yeah. have, right? Um, and I think there's so many things possible for you with United Nations. And I love the project of working with kids and they have so many different projects, you know, that, that are running. Um, they even have like UN Women, which is all about empowering and yeah. protecting women. And so I think the, the kids project would be absolutely amazing. Yes, UNICEF. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many things. Um, is there what is something that people don't know about you that we would could not guess? Is there anything? Mm, uh, not exactly. Like um, very less people know that I uh, I love like I'm an introvert and I like thinking. Of course, you know I'm quiet shy I'm always alone like I love observing things of course they know that but uh, they don't know like I love thinking uh, because at times when I think uh, I, I, I think alone or it can also be in parties and everything because uh, sometimes I'm merged in the background as I am an introvert and many other introvert kids merge in the background so yeah uh, thinking very less people know about it mm -hmm. yeah I actually I wouldn't have thought that you were an introvert because you know from what I've seen of you so far and being on you know Raina's um, summit and just doing all those things you're just I feel you're very out there but I can really see how you access your intuition and your wisdom by turning inwards and me and I can even see like I don't know if you're in your bedroom right now are you in your bedroom right yes. now yeah, it just feels like a little a little nook, you know, um, 
And I'm curious, the drawings behind you, did you draw those? Uh, no, that those were actually painted by, uh, by an artist. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Wow. Um, what is your favorite food? So my favorite food is pasta. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I love pasta and I also like brownie as a dessert. Mm, I love brownies. I love all things chocolate. Speaking of food and, and pasta, I'm actually wondering, um, where have you traveled so far and where do you dream of traveling in the world? Yeah, uh, so about it, uh, I've traveled to uh, up to three to four continents till now. Uh, so uh, I've gone uh, this year, we actually, this time I had actually had to be in New York, but I'm not in New York right now because, you know, because of the pandemic. So yeah, uh, my dream is also uh, be before going to United Nations, when I become, a, when I'm tw 18, 20, I want to travel all by myself, like a, like a solo trip and all over the Europe. All over Europe. Wow. Is there somewhere specific in Europe that you would really love to go? Mm, yeah, the Scandinavian countries. Okay. Wow. I was thinking Italy, maybe, since you loved pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Scandinavian countries are, are absolutely amazing. Yeah. And um, how can people, you know, work with you right now? Like you have your Humanity Wonders company. What does, what is Humanity Wonders doing right now? Is there anything people can um, sign up to, explore? I believe you have a blog. Yeah, uh, so about it, uh, right now, uh, till a few weeks, I'm just focusing on my book right now, mm -hmm. because, uh, uh, yeah, then after that, I, I will work on my Humanity Wonders project uh, on Facebook. I also have a Facebook group called Humanity Wonders, and there, um, there I, will, uh, I will be having a workshop, a five-day, seven-day workshop. I'm not planned it yet but uh, in this year I will be having workshops courses then membership uh, yeah and other many other uh, programs yeah. this year I'll be having so uh, if the, if uh, right now uh, I'm actually focusing on my book but uh, my workshop will be, I will be hosting a workshop after some, after some weeks. Okay. So I guess the Facebook group could, the Facebook group yes. is a place to start. Um, and I'm going to put all the, obviously the, the links. In. Yeah. And also uh, if they want to connect to me, they can uh, connect to me on Facebook. Okay. So we can put the Facebook. link to your Facebook as well. Yeah. Okay. That's really great. Um. There was something that I was thinking of when we were speaking that I wanted to ask you about. Um, and now it just left me. It was about your work, Humanity Wonders. Um, I can't remember. It has completely left my mind. I'm just seeing if it's coming back to me or not. No, I think it has officially left my mind. <laughs> I had something coming to me about when you were talking about humanity wonders in your course and your book, but it's completely gone. Um, so can you, what are, what are your, cause you're going to New York this summer, right? 
No, like we canceled. Oh, you ended up canceling. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. I thought I thought that was still happening. I thought you were going this summer to New York as well. Yeah, every I mean everything is being canceled right now with with COVID, mm -hmm. so we're kind of stuck in in our own little homes. And do you um, envision yourself living in India later on, or do you envision yourself living somewhere else? Sorry. Do you uh, see yourself living in India later on, or do you see yourself living somewhere else? Yeah, um, as I will be working in United Nations, I will be living in New York. Mm. Okay. Still, uh, yeah, I'll be coming to India. Okay. Do you, do you like New York? Do you like the city? Yes, yes. That is one of my favorite cities. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's very close to me. So if ever you come here, I will take a drive up and go meet you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that we've covered... Um, just all of the exciting things that you're doing. Is there anything else um, that you would like to share um, that you think would be important for us to chat about on the podcast? Yeah, and also I would like to talk about uh, Humanity Wonders. Mm -hmm. uh, my, uh, my initiative on Humanity Wonders. Mm -hmm. So about Humanity Wonders, it is, a, it is, a, it is an initiative of uh, nairasha.com that is my business uh, that, I that I recently started in the lockdown uh, and uh, yeah so the initiative is to educate uh, children between 6 to 12 about the humanity skills and how they can uh, make an impact make a difference in this world at such a young age like how uh, different, uh, different kids did uh, they also made a change in the world, though they were also young. So yeah, uh, in my venture, there will be different, uh, different courses, different uh, events, workshops, and also one-year membership. Oh, one, oh, one year membership. Okay, that's really great. And you know, when we think about you know learning humanity skills and, and making a difference in the world. We often think that we have to do these like big glamorous things to make a difference, right? And I think that what I sense is that what you're showing people is that, you know, having or, or like embodying more humanity skills can really happen like in your day to day in really small ways. Can you talk a little bit about like what you feel that you do? that makes a difference in your day to day in like really small ways that like, I, I really believe that like there's small things we can do that can create a big impact. Yeah. So uh, like we, some of the acts that you can do in day to day life are like smile to a random person. Yeah. Right now we are at our homes, but still we can smile at our uh, family, friends. When we have a video call, a video chat with our friends, then, uh, then you can also help out someone. If you, uh, for example, getting the food, setting up the table, like, you know, those small acts in our house uh, can build a more happier and a better home and a and a better world mm, right so it's it's like our energy you know when we're smiling we're radiating right we have like a higher vibration a higher energy and so that then has a ripple effect on other people mm, right? yes 
yeah small acts always lead to big results that's what i believe if you do small acts those acts can also uh, lead to big results in uh, in small ways yeah yeah oh i remembered my question naira it came back to me the one that i was stuck <laughs> on before um i'm so happy it came back because i really wanted to ask you this before we ended do you have a coach or a mentor did someone yes tell me uh i go to uh i go to a public speaking class a writing class and a business class so i have three coaches and most importantly like everyone our parents are our coach as they lead us in our life they tell us what is right what is wrong they yeah. tell us uh, how we can be happy when we are feeling low yeah so and also my uh, dad is a is like also a professional coach to me because every thursday he uh, does coaching he uh, does coaching to me and yeah uh, there's something called rpm which is rpm which is a result uh, result purpose and uh, massive action so that is how, that is invented by tony robbins uh, that is also by tony robbins and uh yeah so my dad is also like a professional coach to me altogether i have five coaches wow that's amazing um and is there any other coach or mentor that you feel that you need right now in your life that would be helpful is there anything else that you would love to be learning or coached on or do you feel uh, not exactly right now No, you I think it sounds pretty complete. You have a lot of amazing yes. in your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this has been so amazing. Um I can't wait to share this episode with the world. I think that you are going to do so many beautiful things. You already are, which is amazing at your age and um I can already see just the community of people coming around you. that not only need your help but the community of people that are going to come around you to help you and support you with your dreams and your goals so i can really see that happening for you already um and i really appreciate you coming on the podcast and having a chat with me it was so much fun um and yeah i think i think that feels pretty complete how do you feel Yes I feel very uh, open to share my message to the world because uh, sharing with you as uh, as also like as an entrepreneur and also as a consultant in United Nations so I feel like very open and I'm, I'm going to achieve my dreams after uh, yeah I'm feeling like that right now that's so good I'm so happy you're feeling like that and that feeling is is definitely It's funny because before we started our call, um I pulled a card for us to to see what, you know, what we needed to know about this podcast episode because I like pulling the little cards. And I got truth. Oh, the card. And so I was just going to end by saying that feeling you have inside of of the potential that is coming for you, that is truth. You know, you can trust that that is your intuition kind of giving you a preview of what's coming for you. So I'm really excited for you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and uh we'll see. Yeah, you and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. You're so welcome, Myra. It was a pleasure having you. Mm-hmm. 
Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me here today. I want to leave you with this little bit of wisdom. The actions you're not willing to take or the decisions you're not willing to make are the ones that will change your life. Trust your intuition, take the leaps, follow what you know to be true, even if it's not always easy or convenient. Your words mean the world to me. So if you have a moment, please share them by leaving a review of the podcast or sending me a testimonial. And I would love if you would share this episode wherever you feel called to. If you want to connect with me, you can find me over at jenniferjaneyoung.com or on Instagram at jennifer.jane.young.com.